Today we'll complete our guided metta practice by going through all of the individuals again, from oneself to the difficult person. And towards the end we'll also include a forgiveness practice if you wish to participate. Again, bringing our attention to the body first as a way of grounding the attention and beginning to seclude the mind from the ways it goes off into thoughts of the past, thoughts of the future just being present here with the body, just sitting here. Now connecting and sustaining the attention around the heart area. Or any place that gives you a sense of stability. But it's helpful for metta if it can be around the heart area. Breathing in and out from that place. And today, Again, beginning with the easiest person, whether it's oneself or another person that you choose, a benefactor or even if it's a loved one, have a sense and a clarity about who you are choosing so the mind can settle there. And if it's oneself, you may choose to remember oneself as a child. So take some time to envision or have a felt sense of that. knowing that this child is part of yourself, not separate from yourself. And then take some time again to remember the goodness, practicing that so it becomes a wholesome habit of the mind, remembering one's goodness or the goodness of this other person you've chosen. You can reflect on areas around generosity, around the keeping of sila, or the precepts of non-harming. Or any simple way that your heart can feel relaxed in your own goodness. 
and then offering this person your goodwill. Remembering that it goes out as an offering, a blessing. When you see that there's any attachment to result, let that remain in the background and let the offering be in the foreground of your energy, sending that out as a blessing to oneself, to this other person. May I be safe and protected on my inner and outer journey. be peaceful and happy. Perhaps letting that blessing come up like a fountain from the heart, sprinkling the blessings of this goodwill inwardly in your body and then outwardly over your body. especially if your energy is weak. Conjure this up. Let your attention fall on this visualization. Blessing inwardly and outwardly. May this body be healthy and strong. be filled with loving-kindness and wisdom no matter what's happening. Finding your own words, your own way. Keeping that gentle energy going.
remaining here if you choose or moving on. The benefactor is next. Having a sense of who you're choosing. This can be someone that easily comes to your mind and heart not necessarily categorized as a benefactor. Notice who comes in spontaneously. Remembering the good of this person. If any thoughts of attachment or aversion come up, let them stay in the background, inclining the mind and heart towards remembering the goodness of this person. offering your goodwill with your words or your energy. Safe and protected, peaceful and happy.
your mind wanders, just come back. Remaining here if it's a strong connection. We're moving on. Noticing who easily comes up into your heart field. Who you can easily offer your goodwill towards. remembering their goodness, or taking some time to offer your gratitude. Either way, you're developing loving-kindness. Let your words or your energy radiate loving-kindness towards this being.
Moving on, if you wish, to the neutral person. See if we can choose someone we can have interest in offering our loving kindness. Maybe it's the cat or the little fawns around here. Even though our minds lean more towards liking them, that's okay. They're still in the neutral category. Having a sense of what being you are choosing. Reflecting on the truth that all beings wish to experience happiness and peace. So it is with this being. offering your unconditional goodwill. May you be safe and protected.
lastly, moving on to the difficult person. Being careful who you choose so that you know that there is some possibility of offering loving-kindness to this person. Sensing or envisioning this person in a place where you can feel safe. Maybe remembering this person as a child. See if you can remember something about this person that softens your heart, opens your heart with appreciation. Let it be okay if you can't find anything. You might remember this person's suffering. Maybe that's easier. be peaceful and happy, free from any suffering. Just as I wish to be safe and protected, may you be safe and protected.
Now holding that person in the field of your loving kindness and surround that person with your loved ones, dear friends, your benefactor or benefactors, and offering to all of them, all together, your loving kindness. Omitting none, including all, equally. May you all be safe and protected. compassion and wisdom always protect you. May you all be peaceful and happy. Fulfilling your highest potential. including in this field all of your loved ones and family, all of your friends, though you can't envision them precisely just by intention, having them together as a group. All of our siblings and parents and children our elders and the young ones. May you all know the causes and conditions of happiness and peace. be happy, peaceful. Now among all of our friends and our family, remembering those that we have caused harm or hurt to, through our behavior, through our speech, through what we have said or done or failed to say or do. Intentionally or unintentionally. 
not going into the story. Just knowing that there was disconnection in our hearts. Hurt, maybe blame. Acknowledging that and in our own ways, asking for forgiveness. May I be forgiven for any ways that I may have hurt or harmed any one of you, knowingly or unknowingly. May our hearts reconnect again. Then allowing ourselves to feel what is being felt in our bodies and hearts and minds and surrounding that with loving-kindness, compassion, gentleness. Acknowledging it, letting it go. Then if we can, remembering those or maybe one person that has hurt or harmed us in any way. Leaving that person out that you don't feel safe around. You're not ready to open your heart to this person. Let it be okay. Again, not going into any storyline. But just remembering the the feeling of hurt or harm in your own mind and heart. And as much as we can, offering forgiveness to this person or persons. As much as I can, I forgive you. As much as I can, I release you hearts reconnect again. Just noticing whatever is to be noticed in the body, mind, heart. 
letting it be, letting it go when it goes, not holding on to anything, the stories, the past, the fear. Breathing it in, breathing it out. Then remembering ourselves. Acknowledging all the ways that we have hurt others through speech and behavior or through withholding our kindness through speech and behavior. Knowingly or unknowingly. How we may have hurt others. And we hold that feeling of guilt within ourselves. forgiving ourselves as much as we can for any ways that we have had to bear guilt and resentment, blaming others or ourselves. Forgiving ourselves for not being able to forgive Letting it be okay that we're not ready. As much as I can, I open my heart to myself again. As much as I can, I release myself from the prison of self-blame and guilt, resentment. As much as I can, I forgive myself. Breathing it in and breathing it out. Letting it be, letting it go. And now with some deeper clarity of mind and heart, may we offer our goodwill to each other. May all beings here be safe on your journeys, in your minds and hearts, in your lives. May you fulfill your highest aspirations in the right timing. May all beings on this land be safe and protected. Be guided by compassion equanimity, goodwill, 
and all beings everywhere. All of the elders of our lives, the elders of the world, metta, goodwill to all of you. All of the children, the young ones that will carry on protecting this earth and all that is contained in this earth, all the human beings, the natural resources, the goodness. May you all be safe and protected. May your clear minds, your healthy bodies, Your good hearts always protect you. May all of the celestial beings protect you, guide you. May all beings between the elders and the young ones, may you all be safe May you all know deep peace and joy. May we share the merit of our practice now with each other, our loved ones, the loved ones of everyone here, and with all beings everywhere. those living and those who have passed away. By the sharing of this merit, may all beings be benefited. May all beings be happy. May all beings be liberated. So this is the last day of our guided metta. Tomorrow um, you will have a metta time period, but it's a good time for you to see if you can bring that up from your own heart, from your own, the power of your own heart. So any questions that are still remaining that you can think of now, (laughs) maybe you don't think of them till tomorrow, but it's all right. Whatever you have now, 
Yeah. You get distracted a lot. Uh huh. So even though the practice is going very well, you get distracted a lot by thoughts of the past, thoughts of the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they? Say it again, please. Okay. It stimulates it. Uh huh. Yeah. You know that happens a lot. How many people have that? I just. I wanted you to not feel alone. <laughs> okay. Uh, if they can be in the background sometimes, let it be so. Because the thoughts will come in sometimes. And if you can keep the metta going, even though, because you, you said you still feel the metta going. Right? Yeah. You get derailed. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's still okay, yeah. When you feel derailed, you just come back. And if you can keep on practicing, say, sometimes maybe you'll, you'll feel like you can do metta for a whole sitting. Can you do it during walking? Are you a kind of person? I haven't tried that yet. I'm yeah? more expanding on the walking, you know, trying to bring all my feelings and everything. Okay, yeah. That's good that you're doing it that way. But so if you can take maybe two sitting periods, even though there's walking in between, with the continuity of doing the metta, you might feel that less thoughts come in. So if you can keep some momentum going with the metta, say do uh, one period after another, even though the walking's in between, see what happens with that. But no expectation. You just do the best you can. Active mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds right on. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Anything else? Barbara? I had some difficulty with a difficult person today. I, I usually tend to stay with someone who's not very difficult. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that was exceptionally hard for me. Yeah. I come up with phrases that felt sincere. Yes. Yeah. They, I mean, I kept them very simple. Yeah. So this time you chose uh, someone that was more difficult, a politician, and finding a difficult time coming up with phrases that were sincere, even though you kept it simple. Yeah. What happened when you put that person and surrounded that person with other people. Remember at the end, anything yes. happened? Yeah, that helped. And also what came up every now and then were images and thoughts of his family. Okay. Two young children and wife. And yeah. He had missed a young child. I mean, I didn't know what it was like, but I could imagine uh-huh. what his life might have been like. So, yeah. So that helped a little bit. Yes. So when we're having, that's good that you did that and you saw how it helped. When we're having any um, aversion on the high side or even attachment, it's good to put people in a group uh, because we we can have a different response. We're pervading 
um, loving kindness to all. And some of it will reach that person. You know, it's kind of consoling to know that. Uh, yeah. Yes, Jerry? Uh-huh. Everybody was looking at each other like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is sort of sometimes interesting, sometimes weird to oh, see the group. It, it totally cracked you up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did, did you notice anything about the feeling of joy or delight that helped the situation? or that um, kind of uh, melted anything? It seemed like just the, this sort of eclectic group of people coming together and the whole thing being humorous would lighten everything and uh-huh. turn the difficult person that became very just part of the group. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good to notice what what goes on. So looks like that helped. Anything, Carol? So mine was almost the opposite. When I brought the, the difficult person into the group, so the rest of the group sort of revolted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay, never heard that one before. <laughs> so when the difficult person was brought with the other people, uh, the loved ones and benefactors, they revolted. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounds like two funny situations. Yeah. Yes? I had an odd one, too, when um, I didn't know what to make of this. When the difficult person was surrounded, uh-huh. the person just kind of disappeared. Kind of oh. Just not melted away, just kind of got small and just disappeared. That person disappeared. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what to do with that. I tried to conjure the person back up. And yeah. It was, it was like I was trying to force that person's energy back. So a lot of weird things happen. This person, difficult person in your uh, practice disappeared and you were trying to conjure this person back up. So in all the situations, the the practice would be to still offer loving kindness, even if the, I mean, that was great that you saw, tried to make the person come back again and, and touch in with that person. But if can't, then allowing that person to disappear, allowing the revolt to happen, you know, and still send loving kindness because it's just what's going on in the world too, you know, that people disappearing, dying, people revolting, they don't like each other, you know, can we still send loving kindness in all those situations?
Yeah. Yes. I've been, I've been using one set of phrases for all. One set of phrases for all. Uh huh. Uh, was I suggesting different phrases for different categories? No, not really. I, once in a while, I just throw in a new phrase because it sometimes it just piques your interest or, oh, could I try that on, you know, and hadn't thought of that before. And if you've got a little more interest and it's a little more juicy, it helps. But sometimes it helps to just keep the same thing going. And you see what works for you. It works different for everybody, of course, yeah. That's great if the same things just kind of keep you rolling along. Mm-hmm. Back there. Um, I mean, you say, like, open your heart in the forgiveness practices, you know, you open your heart uh-huh. to that person. I've also read another um, uh, version of this mm-hmm. where you actually let that person into your heart. Yeah. Uh, which one? Open your heart or let that person in? Uh-huh. Well, I, I can say, you know, sometimes when, I'm, when I put the difficult person there, I feel I, I'm kind of like this, you know, kind of protected, and I really feel my heart closed down. So as far as opening the heart, when I feel that way, I have a tendency to even bodily do this, even bodily, you know, because it really feels like I'm opening my heart. But also, I'm a vi- quite a visual person. Are you? Yes. you be, then I can actually feel my heart, you know, like there's some armor around it, and envision it just releasing that armor and opening it up. Um, and so if it's uh, letting that person into your heart, it may be that, you know, our heart is really not just here. Really, it's um, much bigger, the the field of our heart, the energetic field of our heart is really much bigger. Let them into that field, just as if you're opening that field, opening a gate, um, parting something that's easy to part, or letting it melt. Uh, Work with images that help you to do that. Opening a door, um, melting ice, Uh, clouds that are parting. See what nature images help you and and just play around with them. Yeah, I, I, um, I try to be careful about um, saying letting that person in your heart because I've just had feedback experience of people who do that too quickly and that's not safe for them. But opening the heart is, it can be a safe thing. Yeah. There was, was there one more back there? Do you have any thoughts or cautions about actually writing these things and sending them to individuals? Oh no, I mean if you feel like that's coming from your heart, then of course, go right ahead. It, I think 
for every one of us in different situations, we do have to consider what place that per what place of receptivity that person is in, because it sometimes it could just shut them down even more, or you know, the right timing is one of the considerations. Okay, so uh, tomorrow you'll be, we'll have a time period when you really have to come up with this on your own, from your own power of your heart. So um, practice your phrases and what works for you, and really, I hope you come to the place of trusting yourself with that. It's the time to wean you off of my voice. (laughs) And whatever guidance there is, it's good to do that. Okay. So, thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.